This is GSAP Conversations from the Graduate School of Architecture, Planning and Preservation at Columbia University in New York City. I'm Dina Malandraus. Thanks for listening. Today, I'm speaking with Mark Lee, co-founder with Sharon Johnston of the LA-based firm Johnston Mark Lee. The pair is also co-creating the second Chicago Architecture Biennial while completing some exciting projects, including the Manil Drawing Institute in Houston and a master plan for the MCA in Chicago, among many other projects. They recently published the book A House is a House is a House is a House, which is an interesting take on the architectural monograph by reflecting on their work through the eyes of artists, collaborators, and a series of conversations. I'm really excited to have Mark here as part of the Arguments lecture series. And I wanted to start first by congratulating you on co-curating the next Chicago Architecture Biennial and reflecting a little bit on, on what is already kind of a legacy. I mean, even in two biennials, there's something that's shaping up. Two years ago was definitely, it felt like a launch of a new generation a little bit and taking stock of the field and the title... The state of the art of architecture had this very interesting double entendre, the field and taking stock, but also the art of architecture as a kind of question mark. And this year, you know, through the lens of your title, which is really provocative, uh, Make New History, is again a very interesting combination of words. First is this question of history. We have seen a resurgence of an interest from uh, students and architects into this question of the archive of history. I wanted to hear your thoughts about why um, this moment, uh, which is not just about a kind of neo-postmodern or postmodernity, but really a kind of archival interest. I wanted to hear your thoughts about why this moment we're in and why it's important. Last year, Sharon and I, our office were participants, like you and Dan were, and we, we thought also it was a great event. You know, it was a, a platform for a new generation. Uh, it was also a great cross-section, you know, what Sarah and Joseph did. It was a great cross-section of, of uh, the, the current practices that was happening around the world. So we, we, we sense a certain interest in history. There's sub-themes sub that begin to emerge. So we basically wanted to continue and, and amplify one of these sub-themes that were very present last year or two years ago. And uh, I think somehow maybe that perhaps reflects some of our thoughts about biennials in general. You know, I think some people see biennials as singular events, but I, we always think um, it, it takes like three or four biennials to, together to look at them collectively. And you understand a decade or understand a certain epoch. So in many ways, we tried to uh, build upon what was created last in the first edition and uh, set up a certain motion and hoping the third and the fourth will also have to answer to what happens before and, create, and continue a dialogue. So that's really interesting because even in that act, you're already building on the history and, and producing. But at the same time, you're inviting us to produce or project new history. So there's a call to engage with the future and with projecting new possibilities. Right, right. And I think that is exciting because it picks up not only on the kind of interest in history, but the interest in expanding the canon to include a much more global history and kind of bring, to produce new history, right? And then there's make, right? So it's not like you're not writing, it's not discursive. There's an act to it and it's a very architectural act. And I know you have part that will be one-to-one models and a performance uh, 
so you're kind of building on this notion of expanded practice, let's say, but refocused on architecture. Well, first of all, the title is actually borrowed or stolen from an artist book by Ed Rocher. And uh, it was a book that has the word make new history on three right. sides of the outside of the book. And we had that object of this book for a long time. We've been looking at it for a long time. And, and somehow I think it has uh, something resonated with us for many of the reasons you've just described. And, and I, I would feel uh, this is something that the, the interest in history or a, a contemporary way of seeing history in relationship to the contemporary world is something we notice in our generation and also in the younger generation, in the sense that they don't see history as a straitjacket, or they didn't have to respond to history the way that perhaps the uh, postmodernists needed to in as a as a um, prescription against a certain modernist orthodoxy. You know, I think we're at this stage, or the younger generation is at this stage where um, there doesn't ha there wasn't a, there isn't any much of this kind of repression that has been cyclical in in the last you know, 100, 200 years, you know. So in a sense, history becomes something that is very neutral, you know, and, and, uh, and, and uh, people begin to see that history is accrued knowledge and how they can tap into it and also see a continuation of their own work from history itself. Right. I think the, the Ed Rocher, you know, it's not, it's about producing something new. So it's also about the kind of proposition of building the future on understanding a deeper yeah, past yeah. and and putting the pieces in new in new ways. Well, I remember at the um, as OMA's El Croquis, I forgot which issue, maybe in the mid '90s, either the first or second one, where um, Rem was saying that well, we we're just waking up from a semantic nightmare from the '80s, you know. And I was wondering, okay, what is the equivalent today? Are we are we to, are we waking up from a parametric nightmare, you know, or are we may waking up from a nightmare of the project of the new, you know. Yes. I mean, one can put, we can, one can plug sure. in different yeah. things, and and certainly, I think, perhaps an interest in history has also do, in a way, a reaction to the new, you know, yeah. and and not in the postmodernist sense where we uh, history is about it's not about swinging the pendulum back, but how we can continue the project of the new, but ground it within a larger cultural tradition. That's right. I was thinking about nightmares, and you know, what I love about make is that. It gets out of the fetish of technology. Yeah. I mean, what I see with students now is that in the same way that the archive of history is this like flood of knowledge, you know, high and low that gets reconfigured, I think students today have so much more ease in using different tools, you know, and putting yeah. things together, right? So, so the authorship is like, how do you, how do you make things yeah, yeah. and how do you assemble all these ingredients and yeah. these ways to actually produce something of the future. In a way that like multiple tools, are, people use multiple tools and, and nothing is taboo. Yeah. That's right. And so you have to kind of be both um, fresh and critical at yeah. the same time. Yeah, yeah. So one of the uh, collaborations in Chicago that I'm really excited about is GSAP's small participation, which is the symposium called Make New Books, yeah, yeah. reflecting on this uh, new engagement with writing and making books as architects. And I'm very much looking forward to how we make new histories through making new books. Your book captures a lot of the, what I think are also generational traits of being quite open to the sense of authorship in collaboration, in conversation. 
You know, I think at the Biennial, we're very excited about Columbia's symposium. Yeah, I think this, the issue of re-examining a book is very important, and also the different categories that you have invited Columbia faculty and mixing with different participants of the Biennial. Uh, I think so. I think there will be a lot of great dialogues and great uh, exchange that will happen. Um, I, I think book is uh, for for me. I think book is uh, is a slow medium, you know. And I, I think slower than architecture. Uh, almost, almost, <laughs> almost as slow as architecture. But but uh, I, I think as as a lot of other mediums are moving faster and faster. I, I think slow medium has a. a there's a special quality in it. It's, I don't mean it as the eye of a storm, but having being slightly off-tempo in a way that building is also a slow medium. Culture is fast, building is slow. And, and I, I think at this moment, when everything is making this incredible speed, this slow medium, things that are still relevant and, and belongs to a different tempo and different pace and speed are all the more relevant and important. Yeah. That's interesting also because, you know, if I think of your practice, you you waited for the book to come out and a long time no but i i can i can empathize with with that and and it makes sense in terms of like you can't put something out until you're ready and to say something and it kind of comes out and it comes out with a lot of strength and then you so i, I can uh, see how the slowness has a real power uh, and it's certainly something that um, you know i think Again, like in terms of pedagogy and with students, it's so much flood of information and this pressure to produce and to to share immediately. And um, the book is a is a moment. It's not. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I think the book, when we were first approached by the, the publisher, they approached us to do a, a traditional monograph. And and I think our first sense was that we we haven't done enough, really enough work to do a monograph or a monograph that we would. Uh, regarded important or good monograph. And so we thought maybe instead of proposing doing a monograph, which we can sometimes see as a, maybe a mausoleum of the work that you've done the last 10, 15 years, is what, what can we use the book as a platform to think about what we do the next 10, 15 years? So that's why we invited Rachel Geiser to co-edit the book with us, design the book, and think about the structure of just presenting five houses invite five people that we have conversations with and five artists to represent the project. So we see it in a way where we can maybe see our past through different lenses. You know, so in that, in that sense, it's, for us, it's very much a tool. I suspect in that symposium, it probably is also going to be a kind of generational moment of mm-hmm. a number of practices yeah. kind of maturing enough that they can put out their first. Uh, and for a generation that's been very reluctant to put out statements, you know, yeah. I think starting to articulate positions that are also about constructing practice. And I suspect that the, many of the books have this quality of taking stock rather than either just a declaration or just a, a kind of accumulation of a body of work, which certainly is not there yet, probably. Well, you know, I, I we'll talk about it more on September 15th yeah, yeah, in Chicago, but yeah. I'd love to hear about your book. It's, the book is out already. This It's coming out in November, and actually, interestingly, it's also a conversation uh, but, but between Dan and I yes. as a format, yes. with sometimes other people from the office, but, but the conversation in terms of authorship yes. seems to be such a uh, way, so we call it the duograph rather yes. than the monograph, <laughs> but it's kind of a narrative of the 
practice a little bit and just um, engaging architecture as a way to read the world and vice versa. I really love the title. We'll cross the bridge. We'll, we'll get there when oh, yeah, we cross the bridge. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> to turn things upside down. Yeah. <laughs> the first time I met Sharon was in Ordos, and it was the first time many of us met each other, architects of this generation and this year is 10 years, right, of orders. So yeah. parallel to the Make New Books, Juan Herreros is organizing a symposium here, but of the next generation called yeah. Constructing Practice. And so it's interesting to see how I think the generation already after us is completely engaged with this very collaborative forms of authorship. And, yeah. and so... Um, but speaking of autos, you know, we... In retrospect, you know, although nothing was built, we always suspect that it's uh, our way never really cared about the project than having 100 architects that's trapped right. in a holiday inn in, yeah. in, in Inner Mongolia. Yeah, right. But when you look back, I think a lot of the relationships were, were formed. formed there, yeah. And then subsequent projects or, or uh, relationships, or whether in academia or in practice, a lot started from, from that those that's two right. meetings, you know. Well, it was interesting, and I know... Um, you know, I think your practice has been also involved in other kind of group projects. And again, this notion that it's not like we're going to write a manifesto altogether, um, but there are clear resonances and discussions and areas of inquiry that we yeah. can organize ourselves yeah. around and, yeah. and kind of, re you know, construct a new ground. And I think Ordos had that quality yeah. of confrontation yeah. and was very... It was global in the best sense of like, you think you guys are cool and important from New York? Like, wait till you see what's going on in Mexico. Are you serious? Like, and it's true. And and ten years later, it's amazing what's going on in Mexico, right? Yeah, and it's like it's like almost like CIM and Dubrovnik and then right. you know, orders, right. 2007. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm really looking forward to. Um, to Chicago and to our ongoing conversations. And again, congratulations on all the amazing work also, wow. because in parallel, you're you know building actually quite an incredible body of work. So it's really inspiring. And uh, thank you we for joining us. We look forward to us. the symposium. Huh? <laughs> Thanks again. Thanks, Mark. Thanks. This podcast was produced by Columbia GSAP in collaboration with ARC Daily. You can find more information about the school on our website at arc.columbia.edu.